I'm Satsuka Suri, a 14-year-old from Bangalore. I am obsessed with books and music and I'm so happy to be here. Thank you so much Bukosmia, Ashram Ma'am and Nidhi Ma'am for giving me this wonderful opportunity. So, uh, welcome everyone. Thank you all so much for coming here. I'm so happy to have you all here. Today we are here to discuss books. So when I say books, I don't mean books we all love. Everyone loves. There are, there are many popular books which everyone loves. No. Today we are here to discuss books we all hated. Books everyone else liked but we all hated. Books, books I love but everyone else hates. Unpopular opinions, right? Like my opinion isn't really popular about this book. So, uh, so with me here, I have Purvi and Disha who also uh, want to share their opinions on books they didn't like. Hi Purvi, hi Disha. Hello. Hey, Disha. Can you tell us something about yourself? Yeah. Uh, hey, everybody. I'm Disha. I'm a 14-year-old from Bangalore. I love reading books and I'm glad to be here to discuss about books. Yeah, I'm so happy to have you here with me today. We're going to have lots of fun. Hi, Purvi. Hi, everyone. I am Purvi. I am also a 14-year-old from Bangalore. I am a really big book lover, so I'm very grateful for being here. I'm so excited to have both of you here with me. We are going to blast this place with all our debates right now. So, uh, listeners, you can uh, type out your questions or join in in the discussion through the chat box. Yeah, so it's open. You can react to everything. You can give us questions there. You can give your opinions. So, do not hesitate to do that. So, let's start off with opinions. Now, is it wrong to have your own opinion, an opinion which everyone doesn't agree with? No, not at all. It isn't wrong to have your opinion. What is an opinion? It is like your own thought. It is your idea of what that is. It is your thought. So it isn't wrong to have an opinion which people don't approve of. Like as long as you're not, uh, you know, what can I say? As long as you're not blasting of the other people who are having a different opinion, it is completely okay to have your own opinion. So, uh, Purvi, what do you think? Is it okay to have your own opinion? I think it's perfectly fine to have an unpopular opinion. It's your own thoughts and if you have different views and opinions, it is not wrong. As long as you don't, you don't spread hate or disrespect someone else, it's fine. Yeah, exactly. What about you, Disha? Yeah, I, even I agree on the same. Like having our own opinions is not wrong or it's not even like hating someone. If As long as we don't hate someone or disrespect a person, it's good that we have our own opinions. And we can even share it to other people. Yeah, exactly. You might never know. There might actually be a few people who agree with yours instead of the popular one, right? You might find your own community there. And it also is a sign of independence. You don't have to be dependent on someone. You don't always have to merge into the crowd. Standing out is not wrong. You can stand out. It is okay to be uh, one in a million. It's awesome to be one in a million. 
So today we are here to discuss the same thing, opinions, bookish opinions. Books are awesome. I live on books. I read books more than I breathe. So uh, here I am today with Puri and Disha to discuss book opinions we uh, share and they are not popular at all. Many people like this book but we hate it. Many people hate this book but we love it. It's like that. So Puri, what got you into reading in the first place? I got into reading because of Harry Potter movies. I watched them all and I was so addicted that I wanted to know more about the characters. So I I bought all the Harry Potter books and read them. Then even then I wanted to know more about books, more about fantasy books. So like that one after the other more and more I started reading a lot. Okay, yeah, that's awesome. That's usually the case everywhere. Harry Potter drags people into the book club. What about you, Disha? What got you into reading? Same with me. Like a book recommendation from a friend got me into reading, and then I would read very little. But as I started, I started off with the Harry Potter, and it was my first series, the first fantasy series. So I got addicted to reading Harry Potter, and it and reading actually turned into my hobby. Okay, wow. So you both were dragged into reading by Harry Potter. That's awesome. I was actually forced into reading. I really never had interest. But in our school, we have a library period where we were uh, compelled to read. We didn't really have an option. So from there, my love for books grew. At first, I was very hesitant, but then I actually realized books are awesome. So it's nice to actually read now. I can't sleep without reading. I have to read at least one or two pages a day. So now, uh, like you both said, Harry Potter. You both were dragged into reading by Harry Potter. So it's like the most loved book, I think, in Goodreads. Also, the it has won so many awards, been adopted into movies, and so many big, big actors have played that. It's so loved everywhere. It's received so much love, and I think the hate is very, very less if we compare it to the love. But I think there is a community of haters for Harry Potter right now because of J.K. Rowling, and there were a few people who thought Harry Potter wasn't that great. So I am one of those few people. I think it is a little overhyped. So what do you say, Purvi? I think it deserves all the love it gets. It's an awesome series. So I'm a Potter head, so I don't think it is overhyped. Uh, okay, I I won't say it's bad. It's a nice series. It has a nice plot, but I think it is overhyped. It doesn't deserve that much hype. There are so so many better fantasy series out there. I'm telling you all, listeners. What do you think? Do you like the Harry Potter series? Let me know in the comments. What about you, Disha? Do you like the Harry Potter series? Yeah, personally, I love all the books uh, written by J.K. Rowling. and then i like the way she writes so as i'm a potter head myself i don't think harry potter is overhyped aha uh-huh, that's great so you both actually like harry potter i think harry himself is an annoying character he is literally so annoying all he does is take stupid decisions and if hermione wasn't there he would have been dead by the first book the whole series should be based on hermione harry is getting way too much love I, uh, the first three books. I agree on that. I agree on that point. But like, without friends, like a person is nothing. Yeah, so that makes sense in the series. 
yeah obviously the main like one of the main thing in the harry potter series was friendship so that was portrayed beautifully i love harry ron and hermione's friendship but still i mean even if harry died in the end of the seventh book i don't really think i would have felt bad i didn't like him at all i agree but the point uh, the more interesting thing is the plot and the whole setting more than the characters so the fantasy yeah the writing is described the- really beautifully ha uh, yeah the writing style is awesome i agree and i even agree with ashna ma'am the first three books are really good those are actually written for kids but from the fourth book the plot get really 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 dark like there is no happy endings from the fourth book the third book and all is yeah and all that but from the fourth book and all it gets dark what do you guys yeah think? i agree on that i agree on that i point. too agree it gets more of uh, it, it ages along with the book, number of books for the age groups differ hmm yeah so i think the whole harry potter series cannot come under the kids section you know the first two or three books okay fine you can put it for under 12 year olds but i think 12 uh, under 12 year olds won't really be interested or they shouldn't be reading books that dark yeah actually harry potter many people recommend it for like middle schoolers or like kids also but i personally think that harry potter is for teens and young adult like from the fourth book it's for young adult and teens yeah yes, totally so if you okay just check the chat section once uh, archana ma'am just sent a question can you separate the author from the book so yeah i think we should do that actually we can't you know judge a book based on the author or judge an author based on his or her book right yeah like the author could be a completely different person and we can't judge him based on his writings exactly. yeah what do you think purvi i think it could be a two different things the author's writings and the author itself are two different things you shouldn't judge one thing by the other Yeah, like now take Harry Potter for example itself. Like the book series is still so loved, but right now J.K. Rowling isn't that popular among people. She is receiving so much yes. because of her transphobic comments, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. But even though she is receiving uh, that much hate, even though people aren't really supporting her right now, the Harry Potter series is still getting all the love. So I don't think yeah, her writing is still loved. Yeah, so I don't think people are going to judge a book or a movie based on the author or the person who wrote it, right? Yeah, yeah. totally agree that. Yes, mm-hmm. totally agree on that. Yep. A uh, book turn to movie you did not like. Oh god, there are so many. So, start off Purvi, which one did you not like? Percy Jackson. The Obviously, book the movie isn't even related to the books. it's totally they change the whole plot the main character itself is 20 year old instead of 14 or 15 like how it was yeah in the books he was 12 he was 12 in the books exactly it was for kids and mostly kids itself wanted to watch percy jackson but they turned it into a adult 18 plus movie it was really weird i know what about you disha is there a book made into a movie and you were like oh my god why did they do this 
I personally like reading books over movies, so I don't watch the book turned into movies. So I don't know much about that. Excellent! Don't watch the movies. You will literally be like, "Why have I done this to myself?" <laughs> yeah, but I don't think this is the case all the time. You know, there are a few cases where the movies might actually be better than the book itself. Yes, sometimes most standalones and uh, classics made into movies are good. Then. Yeah, I guess Why classics made into movies are really great are really also. These days. Uh huh. So, is there something like that for both of you? Like a movie you liked over the books? I don't really remember the names, but there are many classics which are made into movies. You know, M- many movies that I watched, then I read the book, but I don't really know the names right now. Uh-huh, that happens all the time. So personally, I did not like the Hunger Games trilogy. I really couldn't even read the whole thing. I gave up with the second book. It was so bo- boring to me. Uh, the first, uh, but the movies until the third one, I was completely hooked. I finished all three of them in three days. The movies were actually really good. They actually were interesting compared to the books, right? Have you guys read or watched? Yeah, I have watched the movies. Actually, I didn't know the books. I watched the movies and I was very interested, so I read the books. Oh, so I haven't read or watched Hunger Games yet. Uh huh. I guess it's not that much of a loss in my opinion because I, you can watch the movies. I didn't really like the books, so the books hmm. were more. Uh, uh, the books were less. interesting than the movies the movies had some sort of dramatic effect and all that the books were more bland yeah i think that is like one of the biggest downside of a book and upside of a movie the movie you actually have the visual in front of you you can picture everything clearly in front of you but in books it's all in your head so now when you picture it in your head it's a completely different thing and on the screen it's a completely different thing so i think that's one of the major thing that lets down a reader right yeah i agree on that yeah like ron and like ron from harry potter i did not picture him like that at all he did not look like rupert grint to me in my head Yeah, yeah. The way we picture them in our heads is completely different from what they show in the movies. Yeah, exactly. Even Percy Jackson, I never imagined a twenty-year-old man, not even a boy, a twenty-year-old guy, running around with a sword. I did not imagine that at all. Sometimes movies are better. Sometimes books are better. you can't really say sometimes yeah that once again depends on our opinions <laughs> yeah exactly people might yeah, yeah like it's correct like there are many people who actually like the percy jackson movies they say it's okay like why do you want to connect it to the books watch it it's a movie yeah that happens hmm yeah Okay, so moving on. Now that we have ranted about the fantasy section, let's move on to the young adult section. So, one of the most popular young adult book is The Fault in Our Stars. So, have you both read it? Purvi, have you read The Fault in Our Stars? Yeah, I have read it. 
Okay, Disha, what about you? No, I haven't read it yet. I I usually don't go for more popular books. I go for the unpopular books. So I like when people popularize books, I don't go for reading them in the beginning. Yeah, that's actually a good thing. Go, don't go for the hype. Go for the you know plot line. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Purvi, since Disha hasn't read it, let's not give up any spoilers. So listeners, have you read the Fault in Our Stars or watched the movie Fault in Our Stars or watched Dil Bechara, which is the Hindi version of that book? Let me know in the comments. So Purvi, did you like the book The Fault in Our Stars? Like, did it actually have an effect? It's a book which is very close to my heart. I cried. I think it was the first book I cried over. it is going to it is very emotional it was really you can't put the book into words i haven't watched the movie yet but The book is something which I really like. It I recommend all of you to read it. Uh huh. Yeah. Like yeah. Arshana, I'm sorry. Try it. It does sound very, very sad, very, very weepy. And Purvi just said that she cried over it. So I think Purvi is going to kill me for this. But I felt nothing while reading the fault in Nastas. I don't know if I am cold-hearted or heartless or the book was faulty. But I did not cry. I didn't feel anything when. whatever happened there happened yeah like, i don't know why huh you are just cold hearted i guess <laughs> it is a really sad story <laughs> i don't know about that but i did not feel i did not cry i just felt a little sad okay wow why did this happen let's move on I didn't cry. I never. I my eyes didn't even tear up. It wasn't emotional for me at all. It was. I saw it coming. It was revealed in the middle of the book what's going to happen. But it still happens, and it's really sad. <laughs> okay, I don't know. I, I did not cry when that happened. So, listeners, do check out the Fault in Our Stars and send a review to Bookers. Me are telling them if you cried or not. Or people, if you've read it, let me know in the comments if you liked it, if it made you cry, if it made you laugh, if it's close to your heart, if it isn't. Okay, so Disha, tell some, uh, tell us some books you've read, like classics or whatever. Yeah, I've read the Sherlock Holmes, and I personally found the writing too complicated for kids. and also like the plot is really nice but sometimes you just don't understand the writings hmm yeah true purvi what about you have you read sherlock holmes anyone who wants to read sherlock holmes has to keep a dictionary or a, go- a google slide open because it is really the words are really tough to understand but when you get used to it after you read a book or two you get used to it then it becomes a really yeah i totally agree on that you have you have to get the dictionary for reading sherlock holmes if you get it's <laughs> have a support you have a supporter tanish also agrees that faultina stars is boring i don't agree with it but fine your opinion 
yeah okay back to sherlock holmes i haven't read sherlock holmes yet i read one book and i couldn't make it past the third page because i didn't understand who was who what was going on why were they doing that it was so complicated yeah i read the first novel but then the second novel seemed really complicated like there was no connection in between and the characters were really new the characters introduction is really abrupt so i did not like the second book but i like the first book though sherlock holmes the book which you have to keep effort to read if only you are really interested and you really put effort into trying to understand it you understand otherwise you don't get it the movie yeah since it's a detective case there are a lot of uh, you know new words used and then the plot is also really you know it's dark also sometimes mm-hmm. okay so i am not really that much into uh... crime or whatever uh, i read murder mysteries but i don't read mr uh, like you know all these kind of detective cases because i feel like they're all not that possible they're a little too fictional yeah sometimes the plot is like really too fictional like it's hard to relate i agree on that yeah exactly i mean like that isn't like it isn't fair to say that because we've all just spoken like we just finished speaking about harry potter which has dragons in it and then we say detective what the work can't happen but yeah whatever okay so we have a bookosmia has asked to tell give a book recommendations yes we will look for this come on Purvi, give us some thirteen plus YA book recommendations. Percy Jackson, Keepers of the Lost City, Heroes of Olympus, almost all uh, per, uh, Percy Jackson related books, Harry Potter, Hunger Games, Divergent, Maze Runner. Yeah, that's it, I guess. Yes, yes, yes. I agree with all of those. Keeper of the Lost Cities is like if you are new to reading, Keeper of the Lost Cities is the book for you because it has a really simple plot, really simple language. But the thing is, the series is still going on; it hasn't been completed yet. The books are yet to release a few of the last books, but it's a really good book. There are it's easy to understand. So, Keeper of the Lost Cities should be number one on your read list if you are new to reading. Percy Jackson, I will personally hunt you down and force you to read it if you haven't read it yet because it is the best book series. I loved it way more than I loved Harry Potter, and Maze Runner is also really amazing. The movies are also there, I think, in Hot Star. So, Disha, you give us some recommendations now. What are your favorite books? Thirty plus. Yeah, I I love the uh, Lord of Rings series. uh the hobbit which is the prelude to Ro- lord of rings but it is nowhere related to the series it's just the short introduction of the main character uh i would recommend the alchemist and uh, the star daughter the whole shiva trilogy of by amish tripathi uh a wrinkle in time the adventures of huckleberry finn and the fantastic beast series Yeah, the Fantastic Beasts series again uh, connected to Harry Potter. I think it's ba- it's in the yeah. same world. Yeah. So yes, all I think it's all good for kids. It's it's good for teenagers and above and YA, but it's not good for uh, kids. I I think so. Yeah, I guess it gets dark, right? A little magical YA yes. or something. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. I personally recommend if it's for 13 plus, you can uh, go for young adult standalones. I prefer standalones over series books, which don't have a continuation book after it. So, uh, one of us is lying is amazing. It's a murder mystery, which is really simple. It doesn't have any actual stabbing or shooting or anything, but it is amazing. You just have to read one of us is lying. Uh, and then, its sequel is also there one of his next but i didn't really enjoy it as much as i enjoyed the first book so it's up to you you might like it you never know so you can read that there's another book too can keep a secret by the same author karen mcmanus even karen mcmanus even that's really really good so yeah do check out these three books they're awesome okay uh, so Sahaj has asked us, what do we think about Indian fiction? So, uh, Indian fiction, I think Amish Tripathi is one of the most known Indian fiction writer, right? Disha has read a lot of his books. I haven't yet. Yes, I personally love Amish Tripathi's writing, the way he describes the characters and the plot also. He writes amazing, amazing novels. His is usually a series, but he has this one book. It's a standalone. It's called The Suhail Dev. And that is also a must-read book. It's really awesome. I have read Amish Tripathi too. It is. It is. It gives mythology. It is also the whole myths about Ganesha, Shiva. Everything is turned into something which is really understandable now. Even the, how they are immortal is explained in scientific terms, which I don't know how they did it, but it's really nice. Yeah, Mr. Tripathi usually writes mythological fiction and his stories are nowhere related to the uh, real Indian uh, mythology. So it's more fun and exciting to read his books. It yeah, is like, uh, mythology, but it gives a whole twist of how to make it real. It it makes it makes this mythology seem real. How even the Ganesha has a trunk, he is explained. And it is in scientific terms. I don't know how he does it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, like Disha has been uh, bugging me to read the Shiva trilogy for quite some time. And she uh, uses this exact same point to convince me. No Indian mythology is involved. Go read it, go read it, go read it. So I think I'll yeah, I do that. <laughs> okay, so uh, Suresh has Rajas for inspirational books. Okay, so Purvi, I think you read inspirational books, right? I don't that much. I don't read inspirational books. I read autobiographies. They give a lot of inspiration to me whenever I'm down. Abdul yeah, so, all that. Yeah, so yeah. autobiographies are a thing. There's this book, uh, The Monk Who Sold His Ferrari. That is like a super, super, super motivational book. You can give that a try. And autobiographies, obviously, Wings mm -hmm. of Fire, My Experiments with Truth and all that. I would totally recommend The Alchemist, like if it's for inspiration, I would recommend The Alchemist. And even, yeah, autobiographies are also really good. The Alchemist, the thing is, you don't understand most of the thing. What to get inspiration from, you don't understand it. You just, it's a, it is a really random story, but it gives you a lot of things to uh, think on. It is yeah, it gives us a lot of motivation out of nowhere. So I guess it's an inspirational book. Okay, so I just got another book on my to-be-read list, The Alchemist. Ooh, that rhymed. 
Okay, so we have a question from Rachna. Uh, how teenagers decide what to read? Is it always a friend's recommendation? Uh, I think friend recommendation is a factor, obviously. Like I just said, Disha has been bugging me to read the Shiva Triology. Friend recommendation is a thing. Now, social media, like every child, every kid, every student, every teenager, everyone actually is on social media right now. So you have a lot of websites where you get books. Like Goodreads is one of the most popular bookish websites. I'm on it, actually. You get a lot of recommendations from there. So friends, social media, and in school also, like, my school, I don't know about all schools, but my school really encourages reading. They give us random books at random times and ask us to read it. So I think the surroundings, the environment around them, friends, uh, family, and all that depends. Like They give that uh, recommendations. Purvi and Disha, like, Purvi, what do you think? Where, do, where can we get more recommendations? I get mostly, most of the books I read randomly just... I just see it randomly. Sometimes it's it's because I'm searching on Google. If I read a book and I like, I want to read more books of the same kind, I search it up and then I read it. Mm, yeah, I mean, that is a thing like surfing. Yeah, like you read one book you're, and you like it, you want to read more books of the same kind. So that's one thing. And this year, from where do you get recoms? Mine is not always a friend recommendation. Yeah, of course, I do read friend recommendations, but then I go mostly for Amazon. I check the, like, when you check a particular book and you like it, I just go for the uh, see more like this. So we find many other books there related to the same topic or, or the same category. So I find books like that. Yeah, that's great. Okay, Nilhimam has just said, Old Man in the Sea is a good inspirational book as well. So I think Suresh can add that to his list as well. And then there's a continuation. Do you always finish the books that you begin? I didn't, like, most of the time, yes, 95% of the time, I finish every book I've started. But there are a few books which I leave in between because they get too boring or if I feel like it isn't for my age yet or something like that, I read it in between. I leave it in between. I leave, I've left very few books unread. But uh, there are a few books. Yes, obviously, I don't finish all the books I begin. What about you, Purvi? Do you? A lot of books don't reach up to my uh, expectations. Some of the sometimes it does. It is really bland, or sometimes it isn't for me. Just or sometimes I just get bored. So most of the times, eighty percent of the time, I read it through, even though if I don't like it. But some of the times, I don't. I get bored really easily yeah that happens a lot of times like overhyped books like books are like even before their release now if jk rowling is going to release a new series even before the series is released or people get to know what the title is they'll start rating it five stars just because oh my god jk rowling the author of harry potter is going to be a great book everyone's going to love it i already love it so i think overhyped books are a very very big bummer when it comes to this so disha what about you do you ever leave a book unread I rarely leave a book unread. There are only two books till date which I have left unread. I mostly complete all the books that I have that I've started. So I don't leave books unread. Uh huh. Okay, that's great. Like that, that takes a lot of willpower. I'm so happy. I'm. I have a lot to learn from you. Uh, okay. So and then there's another continuation. Do teenagers read classics? Yes, we teenagers do read classics. But I do not like classics. I think the writing style is too 
slow. I don't like classics, but there are a lot of people who read classics. The only classic I actually enjoyed was Little Women. I didn't like any other classic I read. So I think Purvi and Disha read way too many classics than they should. So yeah, you guys yeah. go on. I read Pride and Prejudice and all the other books written by the author. I read a lot of classics. Uh, I've read classics like The Christmas Carol, uh, The Time Machine by H.G. Wells, which is a really nice book. It's uh, totally based on science fiction, so you don't get really bored. And yeah, I go for classics most of more often than I go for uh, fiction. So I read classics. Uh huh, that's interesting. I generally prefer prefer fiction over non-fiction. So yeah, I don't really like classics that much. Okay, so we have a question from anonymous. Which kind of books do you prefer? Those which are about fantasy and magic, or those more similar to reality? I prefer both. Like now, uh, like there is a stage where like I went through this whole fantasy phase where I just read Harry Potter, I reread Harry Potter, I reread Harry Potter, and then I realized that it's boring. It's like that. So there was this phase where I was obsessed with magic. But then I realized that uh, if I read books which are more associated to reality, it might actually help me. I might actually learn something and not just you know read a book, close it, and put it aside. No, like contemporary novels are really, really good, and I highly recommend contemporary novels like uh, Everything, Everything, Five Feet Apart, The Kite Runner, With the Fire on High, and all of them. Really, really, really good books. What about you, Disha? Which ones do you prefer? I usually go for fiction more than non-fiction, but if I read non-fiction, I usually go for autobiographies because I think they're better than the other kind of fiction books, uh, non-fiction books. I mean, and I mostly go for fiction. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, I know that. Yeah, like you are always reading non-fictions. What about you, Purvi? I like fantasy, magic, and it just it. I really love getting imaginative. So. The uh, unknown things, magic, all that really—it's—it's it's my field of interest. So I don't like non-fiction much. It really gets me bored at a point of time. So I prefer fiction over non-fiction. Hmm. Yeah. Like that's a really big plus point of fantasy novels. Like you can imagine a dragon in front of you throwing fireballs at everyone around you. That's yeah. Really we can awesome. imagine. Like we can live in an alternate reality. So that's really fun. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, Archana, ma'am, sent us a question. Do we dare ask which are the books that bored you? Like, obviously, number one in that list is going to be my textbook. I hate my textbooks. I don't know why they've written them. And uh, books that have bored me. I haven't really. Okay, wait. Yeah, there is a book that bored me. Autobiographies. I don't really like autobiographies. I don't see the point of autobiographies. It's just. A person praising themselves, like they're gonna sit and write, "I did this, I'm so great. I did that, I'm so great." I don't really see why they do that. So, yeah, autobiographies bore. Autobiographies are not like that. Few are very good. It just states the facts of their life, which we can relate to, and you know, learn few lessons which are good. Yeah, this autobiography, which is by Tetsuko Kuriyagi, it's called the Toto Chan. It's a really nice uh, autobiography, and it doesn't feel like an autobiography while you're reading it. I totally recommend that. Yeah, like there are a few autobiographies which are good. Obviously, like uh, I think 
Abdul Kalam's Wings of Fire, right? That was good. Like Helen Keller's got me bored in between. Yeah, that is really inspirational. Mm, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So Helen Keller's is also good. Like she, even though she was blind and deaf, I think she she is an author, a blind author. That is so good. She could. Uh, she faced so many challenges and she overcame them. The story of my life is a nice book. I highly, highly recommend that autobiography. Yeah, yeah, it's not full of self praise. Yeah, I regret saying that. Not all autobiographies are full of self praise. I'm so sorry for saying that. There are a few good autobiographies as well. Yep. So anonymous sent us another question. What is one book which you regret reading, Disha? Uh, I don't. I've never regretted reading a book, but I started a new book which is called A Train to Pakistan by Kushwan Singh. Like personally, personally, I didn't like it so much. Like some parts in that seem too mature for my age, so I didn't really like that book. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah, that happens a lot of times. You start a book, you realize it's not for you. You have no option but to close it and pick up another one. It's really heartbreaking. What about you, Purvi? Yes, I agree. I started reading Thirteen Reasons Why, and I regret it very much. It is really depressed story of a depressed teenager, and it's also it's all about suicide. So I just thought it'll be a new thing to read, but it's too mature and too. depressing again it's really depressing yeah i totally agree with it so yeah I... 13 reasons why is a nice book it i mean it deals with very deep topics like teenage anxiety teenage depression suicide and all that but the thing is the book like it's written in a way which fantasy like it shows suicide as if it's a once in a lifetime opportunity which people must try which isn't Like suicide isn't the answer for everything, people. You have to work it out. So I didn't really like Thirteen Reasons Why. It left me traumatized. I wouldn't recommend that book. But there is a show on Netflix with the same title. I think the story is also taken from the same book. You can watch that, even though like it's rated sixteen plus or eighteen plus. I think yeah, you can watch that. The show has gotten a lot of positive reviews. Like it's really it's such a huge hit. looks like there is a number one kind of thing teenagers like yeah so a teenager is basically uh, like now if you ask me in my opinion a teenager is like an infant all over again like now how they are shaped right now they are going to remain like that forever so their preferences keep changing like i try that the next day i want to try this after that i want to try the other thing so we go for everything if you ask me i have read books of almost every genre there is So we, I am not really fixated on one genre, but yes, if I have to pick one, I pick contemporary. I go for YA contemporaries any day. Young adult books are my favorite. So I don't think we all have one type. We can't say that teenagers have one type. There are a lot of teens who like classics, teens who like historic fiction, and all that. So yeah. What about you, Purvi? What's your favorite genre? I don't have any favorites. Like I am really moody. Today I want to read detective things. Tomorrow I want to read fantasy, and the day after I want to read YA. There's nothing particularly there, you know. Just today I wake up and I think about one thing, and I do that. Yeah, exactly. Like we do not have a consistent mindset, so you cannot 
force us. You cannot ask us to pick our favorite. That's not possible for us. What about you, Disha? Uh, if I was asked for a favorite category, I would go for science fiction. But I really love the uh, mythological fiction, historical fiction, and the rest of it, rest of the other categories too. But if I would ask to be asked to be like picked one, pick one of uh, the categories, I would go for science fiction. Yeah. So see, uh, Nidhi, I think she asked the question. Yes, Nidhi, ma'am. So yeah. So three of us itself have such different opinions on book genre. So I don't think we can say that there is only one genre which all teens will like. So yeah, I think that answers your question. Do you go by age recommendation while picking a book? Most of the time, yes. I not most of the time. I always check for the age recommendation. If it's eighteen plus or something, I don't even think about buying that book. I do not want to read all that. But there are times when uh, books are categorized as thirteen plus or for young adults, and there is a lot of mature content or explicit content in it. Like there is this series, A Court of Thorns and Roses, which I bought because it was uh, it was rated thirteen plus. But seriously, that book, that series is not for thirteen plus. Any of Sarah J. Mass's book are not for thirteen plus. They're all either sixteen plus or eighteen plus. I had to stop the series in between because I just couldn't take it anymore. So, like going by age rating is always really good. But there are times where, like, now I'm a thirteen year old and thirteen plus. The books are like uh, BFG, Matilda, Charlie, and the Chocolate Factory, and all that. So those kind of books are. Way to uh, what can I say for kids? They're like for nine plus or ten plus. So going by age rating is a really good option, but is you should try books beyond that also. Like self help books are not really for our age, but it is very inspiring. There's nothing wrong in reading them, right? Yeah. So poor we what do you think? Yeah. Most of the time the age rating is wrong. Like sometimes eighteen plus means you shouldn't touch them, but sometimes even twelve plus, thirteen plus has eighteen plus scenes. You don't expect them to be there, but they are there. So I think yeah, I agree on you that. Just have yeah, to that's totally relatable. See, it is eighteen plus. You should leave it. Yeah, exactly. You can't judge a book by its author cover or its age rating. Now, what about you, Disha? I always go for age ratings, but when I go for inspirational books, all the ratings are above eighteen uh, or something. But I have picked the Alchemist. It was rated for fourteen plus, but since I'm fourteen right now, I've read that. But actually, I felt that people about ten can also read the Alchemist. Yeah, it is. You won't understand it, but it is really nice to read. Yeah, so it's basically yeah. like a guilty pleasure. So, see, see, you can't go by age recommendations or age groups all the time. So now. Uh-huh. Have you ever gotten yeah. so obsessed with a book that it was the only thing you had in your mind for a very long time? Yes, that has happened more than a hundred times. There's this book series, Six of Crows, and I'm still not over it. It is so beautiful. The characters, the plotline, everything is so good. And if the listeners here are fourteen plus, I highly recommend that book series. It's not a series; it's a duology. There are only two books. Please, please, please read it. It is so good. I forced Purvi to read it, and she loved it so much. Yeah, I bought it the next day because yeah, I pressurized her into doing this peer pressure, but still she doesn't regret it. Okay, so Purvi is there a book series yeah, like that which has which lives in your mind rent free? Chaotic, yeah. I mean, Keepers of the Lost City. It is almost it is going on for the ninth book, but still I am 
I won the ninth book so fast, and they are not releasing it. It is still on my mind because it's still in in a what do you say? It is. It hasn't got a closure, but it is a series which is very good, and it has a really nice plot. So it is living in my head all the time. <laughs> yeah, totally. Disha, what about you? uh the book that like the series that got me so much hooked onto it was harry potter and the shiva trilogy uh those to like never really get out of my mind all the time and there's a book called beyond infinity it's by this author who's who is akash siddharth and he's he's a 14 year old and he has written that book and it really involves a lot of plot and it's really good i totally recommend it for everybody and another book which got me hooked and it couldn't go out of my mind was the star daughter like it is a stand alone and it is like it just re- got me really hooked on hooked on to it it's a really nice book and i would recommend that once again for 13 plus yep so see we are all having one or the other obsession okay so hmm do you read only paperbacks or ebooks too that like I obviously read both e-books and paperbacks, but right now I'm not allowed to read e-books because of you know online class, TV, phone. Like I have enough screen time already, apparently. So yeah, no e-books right now. But I did read e-books at the, at the initial stages of the lockdown, and I think there is nothing bad in reading e-books. Like there are so many readers out there who go on, "Oh my God, how could you do this to us? How could you touch that e-book? Where is your paperback?" No, it isn't the end of the world. E-books are awesome. You can read them. It's really advantages. Like they have a lot of advantages. E-books are a really, really great choice if you ask me. So, Puri, what about you? I don't like buying books without knowing if it's good or not. So most of the time, if I don't, I'm not interested much. I leave the book. Then I I can't give back the book most of the time after I bought it. So what do I do? I either prefer secondhand books or e-books. Half of the time, I read half of the book in ebook or something. I read a little. I'm hooked. Then I go buy the real book. Yeah, even secondhand books are a really great option. Hmm. Yeah. So paperbacks, like you know, first-hand brand new paperbacks or hardcovers are the only thing you can read. What about you, Disha? Do you read ebooks? I used to read ebooks in the initial stages of the lockdown, and once you, the disadvantage of an ebook is that you. really don't know whether it's a series or a stand alone sometimes and then you start reading a bo- reading the ebook and then when you realize when you re- finish the ebook for free and then you realize that you have to go get the purchase you have to purchase the next one it's really heartbreaking sometimes yeah exactly like these people are so cruel they leave us on a cliffhanger in the ebook and they're like if you want to read this go to your nearest bookshop sure. ha 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 like i don't know what they find they're, they're killing exactly. us exactly yeah i totally agree yeah. Yeah, that's so I true. know, right? Even the authors. But I usually, but I usually prefer uh, paperbacks more than e-books. So yeah, yeah, paperbacks are always preferred over e-books. I also prefer paperbacks over e-books. But e-books, reading e-books isn't a bad thing. You can definitely read e-books. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's right. So, uh, books made into movies or TV shows do them justice. uh i wouldn't say all the time like there is a very very big uh, banner kind of thing stuck on every readers head like the books 
were better than the movies. So that wasn't always true. Like I said, Hunger Games. I personally like the movies over the books. So you can't always say that the movies do the books justice. But there are times when the movies actually do the books justice and actually give them more beauty. They add more beauty into the story of the book, the story which the author of uh, initially wrote, like uh, Six of Crows, uh, Six of Crows and Shadow and Bone. They merge both the stories. Like Six of Crows and Shadow and Bone are two different series written by the same author. So the Netflix people they merged both the stories and created such a beautiful plotline. I couldn't leave it. I forced my mom to sit and watch it with me. Yeah, that's a good uh, example. I really love that. Show. Yeah. What about you, Disha? Have you like you know seen something like this? Do the books like do the movies always do books justice? I usually don't go for movies. I always read books, and movies is always not my first preference because I just don't like watching movies. So I don't know much about the movie and the book relativity. Ah, uh, yeah. Like if you read the books, I think it's more than enough. You know, you know the basic plot. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, uh, so Mugtha Man has said. Uh, Imagine gifting a book you know is bad as a gift. I wouldn't even do that to my biggest enemy. Who does that? Like, why would you give someone a book you hate? Why would you do that? Why would you, you know, ruin their day as well? Don't, don't. Exactly. Do People never do that. Don't gift anyone a book you hated. Okay. When there's a new book at home, you can't stop yourself from touching it. And when you know, uh, when you read it and it's bad, it's really big. You know, thing. You know, I won't forgive anyone who gives me a book which is bad. Exactly, I totally agree. Yeah, I bury them alive. How can they do that to me? Okay, last question. Which is one book that you wish it was turned into a movie? Okay, not exactly a movie, but the duology of One of Us is Lying. I pray to God every day that they will adopt it into a TV show. It will make such a beautiful TV show. The plotline is amazing. So, what about you, Disha? Do you have any book which you wish was turned into a movie or a TV show? Yeah, I really want the book Star Daughter and the book Beyond Infinity to be turned into a movie. I really like them. Yeah, I've heard of those books. I still haven't read them, but I've heard of them. I'll give them a try. Purvi, what about you? I would want. Keeper of the Lost City and Percy Jackson to be, which makes sense. Not the one that's actually there, the one which kids can watch, one which is, which sticks to the story of the books. Yeah, the one which actually makes sense. My parents and I watched the Percy Jackson movie, and they said. Why did I even read the book? They don't know. So most of the people who watch mm-hmm. Percy Jackson movie think the books are also are. As bad as that. Yeah, yeah. Like, like now, when people watch the movies before the books, they judge the book based on it. So, never judge a book based on its movie, and never judge a movie based on its book. People, they are not related most of the time. Yeah, we have uh, Ramya saying Amish Tripathi books. Amish Tripathi books should they be converted into movies, Disha? Yeah, they should. But sometimes the content in his books are like not. Uh, really for kids so it should be turned into movies for uh, 14 oh yeah like they can put a 
age tag. You have all of that in every OTT platform, right? Thirteen plus. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. What about turning your textbooks into movies? No, thank you. Having a textbook is more than enough. I do not want a one-hour movie. One-hour. Exactly. We don't want that to be exactly. turned into Please movies. Please don't do that. I know. Don't do that to us. Exactly. Having one textbook is more more than enough pain for us. We do not want a one-hour explanation of our chapters. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Ashwam has given you a solution. Go check out Byju's or Vedant or whatever. You have lots of videos there. I do not want a movie. Yeah, turn history textbook to a movie, please. I don't know full history text. Yeah, we can actually do that. Like the Indian history is going to be more than a ten-hour-long movie from sixteen easy at sixteen hundred to nineteen forty-seven. But the Nazism thing can definitely be turned into a movie. Hitler's brain is so amazing. I wish I had it. Oh my god! Exactly, that could be turned into yeah, yeah. a movie. Nazism is awesome. They can do that. Okay, so I think that's all we're done. Thank you so much. for listening to all of our bookish talks we could go on forever and ever and ever we we three will never get tired of talking about books and giving you all book recommendations we live for reading and i it is my lifetime goal to make everyone around me read i'm going to hunt all of you down here and force you all to read all the books i like okay thank you so much for listening in thank you so much nidhi ma'am arshna ma'am bupasmia for giving this uh, opportunity uh thank you so much purvi and disha for joining me and ranting about books along with me do tune in next time for more bookish talks and next tuesday 5 pm ist my friend sahaj will be doing a similar podcast on anxiety which is a really 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 unique topic if you ask me so do tune in to listen to her her podcast as well thank you so much for joining all bye bye have a nice day